I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stressless Physician Podcast, episode number 76. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday, happy July, happy summer, happy whatever time or season you might be listening to this. I am super excited to talk to you today about decisions and this idea about making decisions ahead of time is one of my all-time favorites. It was something that I don't know, I think I rebelled against for a while. It felt like I was trying to like constrain or take away my freedom or something, but really I have found that this practice of making decisions ahead of time and then honoring those decisions has increased the amount of freedom I have, has decreased the amount of fatigue I have. It certainly helps with preventing me from feeling a lot of overwhelm and anxiety and stress, and I can't wait to share it with you. So today I am going to talk about this common source of stress and overwhelm and fatigue that I think we have all experienced and all do experience, which is making decisions. And I'm just going to ask you to check in with yourself, but how many of you struggle with making decisions, maybe just some kinds of decisions, or perhaps you tend to spend too much time weighing different options, or you change your mind, you second guess yourself. Right? How many of you have decision fatigue, which I'll talk about, or right this analysis paralysis where you spend so much time thinking about all the options right? that you're never really able to make a decision and then follow through? Or maybe you just feel overwhelmed a lot. And I'm going to talk about overwhelm in this episode, the next episode, and the third episode. It's all sort of tied in together. But I want you to think about an area in your life right now where you've been spending a lot of mental energy worrying about something or trying to make a decision, right? Maybe this is something at work, something with patients or with staff. Maybe this isn't at work at all, but in your personal life, right? It can happen anywhere and often does where to go eat, where to travel, what to wear, right? What to watch, what to read, how to tackle your to-dos, anything like that, where you start feeling overwhelmed, tired, or want to procrastinate. I was really interested in this. So apparently, according to a quick Google search, and again, I don't know about these Google searches. Sometimes we know they aren't, they aren't so great. But there's an estimate that we make up to 35,000 decisions every day. So no wonder we get tired. No wonder we're distracted and overwhelmed and sometimes just want to surrender. So I want to talk to you about this idea that I love, which is the concept of making decisions for yourself ahead of time. And this is in contrast to the other option, which is making decisions in the moment, in the spur of the moment. 
in real time. So you're either making decisions ahead of time or you're making decisions in the moment. Or I guess another option is that you actually aren't making decisions, but you're sort of spinning in indecision, right? You're procrastinating, you're analyzing, you're doing everything but decision-making. So practicing this tool of decisions ahead of time is going to require you to use your prefrontal cortex to make decisions and to plan. But when you leave decisions until the present moment, until real time, that you need to make them, you'll notice that you often spend a lot of mental energy worrying about or deciding what to do. But the beauty of this technique of deciding ahead of time is that you dramatically cut down on that energy expenditure. And so the key concept here that I want to talk to you about, and I know I've mentioned it before, and I'm going to dramatically simplify it. So I apologize in advance to anyone out there, right, who is an expert in the details of brain anatomy and function and all of this. But to simplify it is when we're making decisions in the moment, we're typically using the more primitive part or parts of our brain, right? People call it our reptilian brain or just primitive brain. But this instinctive part of our brain, right, it's super important. It's responsible for a lot of our basic functioning. It's also in control of a lot of our self-preserving behaviors, innate and automatic, that help ensure our survival, keep us safe, right, make sure we don't die. And the way I like to think about and the way I've heard the primitive parts of the brain described is that their goal is to help us avoid discomfort, right? Avoid pain, to seek pleasure, and to conserve energy, right? And it's doing that as part of this natural, instinctive self-preservation process. And it's important in some areas, but not in others. But what you will notice is that when we're making decisions in the moment, often they will not be aligned with achieving our long-term goals, our long-term future. It's focused on short-term pleasure, short-term dopamine hits, right? Short-term avoiding pain, seeking pleasure, conserving energy. But when we step into making decisions ahead of time, especially way ahead of time, we end up using our executive functioning brain, our prefrontal cortex, the more complicated parts of our brain to make those decisions. This is the part of the brain that can think about our thoughts. This is a part of our brain that is useful in planning, reasoning, problem solving, comprehension, impulse control, perseverance, creativity. This is the part of our brain that is going to be able to have our best intentions at heart, to see what, again, is good for our long-term well-being as opposed to our short-term pleasure. When we make decisions ahead of time, we are far enough removed, right? We're far away from the potential discomfort or fear or whatever that is that's going to accompany the taking action so that we aren't making that decision based on avoiding immediate discomfort. You might know that it's going to be a little uncomfortable. And in fact, it's important, I think, to anticipate that. But when you're making decisions ahead of time, right, you really want to think about what's in your own best interest. What are your goals in making this decision, right? What are you hoping to achieve? 
Because in that moment, we're not focused on seeking pleasure or avoiding pain or conserving energy. We aren't reactive, right? We're intentional. We're responsive. We're proactive. And from this place, from this sort of mental ability, we're able to make the most rational or reasonable or smart decisions that's best aligned with achieving whatever it is you want to achieve. And this is helpful for a couple reasons. First, clearly, you're going to make better decisions. You're going to make decisions that more fully support your own long-term growth and set you up for long-term success, whatever that looks like. Success in relationships, success in health, right? If you think about short-term decision-making and what we're eating and drinking, often it's very different than what we've sort of told ourselves our plan is. And by making decisions ahead of time, you can eliminate or at least substantially reduce the amount of decision fatigue that you experience. And I know I mentioned this earlier, and I want to take a moment to define my terms and talk a little bit about what decision fatigue is. So decision fatigue essentially is this idea that after making a lot of decisions, your ability to make more and more decisions over the course of a day, over the course of time, becomes worse. So it refers to this deteriorating quality of decisions, and it can be a reason that sometimes we make irrational decisions or we do these irrational trade-offs in decision-making. So decision-making then is just our imperative ability to make decisions, and either it leads us to make bad decisions in the moment or we feel paralyzed and unable to choose. We feel stressed and overwhelmed. I found this was really interesting. So there's four classic signs of decision fatigue, and they include procrastination, thinking, I'll deal with this later, not now. Another sign of decision fatigue includes impulsivity, where you're basically just guessing. This one, that one, someone else guessed. Avoidance is another sign of decision fatigue. Again, it sort of goes along with procrastination. So maybe you're just telling yourself you can't deal with this right now, deal with it later, or you'll just focus on something else, right? We maybe go to Facebook or social media, go get something to eat. And the last classic sign of decision fatigue is indecision, right? We just sort of spin in indecision. And what I want to also speak to is anticipating that when you make decisions ahead of time, when that time comes around, you are probably, right, going to feel some resistance, right? Your brain is going to want to maybe rebel against it. So it's good to remind yourself why you made this decision and that you made it with your best interests at heart and voluntarily. So often we take future thoughts, right, our brain complaining, protesting, not wanting to do something. We give it a lot more credence than we need to. This is something we can expect. This is that primitive brain rearing up and wanting to conserve energy, seek pleasure, avoid pain. So you don't need to listen and change course. When you make a decision ahead of time, just expect that you might not want to follow through, especially when you're trying to make a new habit. I know I've talked about habits as well. So decisions ahead of time are not about restricting yourself. They're not about giving up your autonomy. It's about thinking about your long-term goals and well-being, not short-term desires in the moment. 
And it can actually give you a lot more freedom, freedom from decision fatigue, freedom from overwhelm, can give you a lot more energy. It can streamline your day so that you have the bandwidth to make all the other decisions that come along with being a busy physician, having a busy life, having friends and family, doing all the other things. So what does this look like, decisions ahead of time? So I'm just going to give you some simple ones. And I would encourage you to start by looking at where are some decisions that you struggle with or that you find you typically just do in the moment that later you regret, perhaps, right? Or where is it that you spend a lot of time and energy making decisions or weighing pros and cons or decisions that you make over and over again? One decision, and this is something that happened during COVID, and I love it, and I am not changing my mind anytime soon, is that I wear the same thing to work every day. So I used to dress up for seeing patients in my dermatology practice and in the hospital. And during COVID, I started wearing scrubs. And I wear all black scrubs. I wear black compression stockings. And I wear my same black camouflage Rothy sneakers. And I wear my white coat. And that's it. I have them ready. I prep them for the week. And then when I wake up in the morning, I don't have to make a decision. I already know what I'm going to wear, right? I don't revisit it. It's just done. This is a decision that saves me time. It's easy. I like the reasons. And it's a decision that I can stand by. Another seems sort of silly, but another decision I've made is that I have two cups of coffee in the morning and I don't drink anything with caffeine after 12 noon. I have noticed I often have had issues with insomnia in the past. I'm a light sleeper. I've read the studies about the effect of caffeine on sleep, and I don't want to have any caffeine in the afternoon. Two cups of coffee is good. I can function well. I enjoy coffee. It's part of my routine, and that's what I have. I don't revisit it. So when pharmaceutical rep offers to bring Starbucks in the afternoon, I can get something, but it can't have caffeine. Usually I just say, no, thank you. That's a decision I don't have to weigh the consequences of. Same with eating breakfast. I don't usually eat breakfast. I'm not hungry in the morning. So my decision is that I just have coffee in the morning. It's repetitive. It's easy. I like to call it a ritual. And it saves me a lot of mental energy. Work decisions that I've made ahead of time are that I like to get to work early. It works for me. I like to log in. I like to check any outstanding tasks. I like to look at my schedule for the day, right? I know when I have to leave the house and I like to get to work at the same time. I'm guessing a lot of us are the same. That's a decision I've made about when I like to be at work. I like to be at work 20 minutes before the first patient is scheduled. I have decisions that I've made about the flow of my clinic, For example, if someone is over 15 minutes late, I don't see them. That's my decision. I don't have to go back and forth. I will say, and I'm going to speak to this, of course, you can change your mind about a decision. And I will say there's probably a couple caveats for when I will change that rule, right? If it's someone who is dependent on a rideshare service, public transportation, right? If they're being brought by someone else, and the front desk comes to tell me these extenuating circumstances, I will sometimes override that decision. And I've thought about that a lot. But in general, no, that is my decision. 
other decisions I've made ahead of time, some of which I try to induce my patients to adopt, is sunscreen every single day in the morning. I don't care what my day looks like, what the weather looks like, where I am. It's just something I do. I brush my teeth twice a day. I floss my teeth twice a day. Those are just decisions I've made ahead of time. The flossing twice a day was a decision that I decided to make during COVID. And I remember initially my brain really tried to talk me out of it. That once a day was enough and I didn't have time and I was tired and I should go to bed. But I had made the decision. I anticipated that my brain would probably complain about it. And I liked my reasons for it. So I just stuck with it. And you know what? I don't have any chatter now, right? My brain does not come and try to persuade me not to do it. It's like washing my face. That is just like hard and fast rule. It's my rule. I like it. I have no reason to change my mind about it. And I want to say, of course you can and should change your mind sometimes. But the reason to change your mind about a decision that you've made ahead of time is once you've implemented it, once you've taken action and you've gotten more information, then you can reassess that decision. Not before, not in the moment, not in the moment when you feel uncomfortable or you don't want to, right? Or you feel an urge to do something else. That's not the time to change your mind about a decision. So decision-making is this cognitively taxing process and our ability declines the more decisions, the more sequential decisions you make. So I have a couple recommendations for you, some strategies to make decisions ahead of time and thus sort of automate a lot of these and free up your energy for the decisions you want to spend time thinking about and making. So the way you prevent decision fatigue and minimize overwhelm, right, and streamline your life and be able to focus on what you want is to make decisions ahead of time. It's also to create voluntary constraints where you voluntarily limit your options. And I'm going to talk about this next week. It's related to decisions, but it's a little bit different. So a couple strategies for where to start on making decisions ahead of time. One, try to minimize low stakes decisions. That might look like what you're going to wear, right? How can you streamline that process? That might look like when I drink coffee and when I don't. That might look like the fact that I don't eat cereal. I don't think it's that healthy for you. I like it. I tend to want to overeat it when I'm eating it. So I just don't eat it, right? It cuts out a whole aisle in the grocery store. I don't even have to go there. It's a repetitive decision that frees up a lot of energy for me and contributes, I think, to maintaining a healthy body for me. A second strategy is to maintain unchanging routines, right? I like to think of them as rituals. Somehow ritual sounds better to me than routine, but it's the same thing. When you get up, when you go to bed, what you watch, what you don't, right? When you work out, my two cups of coffee, no caffeine after 12 noon, right? That's a routine that frees up a lot more energy for the other more interesting aspects of my life. And lastly, I'm going to encourage you to start simple. Start with one decision that you can make ahead of time that may have a ripple effect in a lot of other areas, right? For me, one of the biggest decisions ahead of time was my bedtime because going to bed 9.30-ish, right, weekdays, work days, 
makes a huge difference for so many other aspects in my life, right? It requires a lot of other sort of decisions to already have been made. And it really helps support me be the person I wanted to be, to wake up feeling refreshed, ready for the day, have energy, be mentally clear, right? All of that. So that was a decision that while simple, it had a huge impact on my life. You may want to start small, right? Start with a decision that you often second guess yourself about, that you spend a lot of time thinking about, or you go back and forth on. Take some time, journal about it, write it down, make a decision, and then implement it, anticipating that in the moment, your brain is going to want to argue with you about it. That's the work, is honoring your decisions ahead of time, getting better and better at them so you don't end up fatigued and overwhelmed and exhausted, so that you don't find yourself procrastinating, being impulsive, avoiding decisions, or sort of spinning in indecision. All right, that is what I have for you today. Next week, I'm going to talk about sort of a similar related aspect of avoiding overwhelm, which is constraint. Constraint and decisions ahead of time are two amazing skills that can totally transform your life and allow you to achieve whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve or include more of in your life or reduce the things you don't want to be experiencing so much. So wonderful talking with you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. If you are a busy practicing physician ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A. D-I-L-L dot com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.